Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Hello, y'all. So today I want to talk about grief and recovery. A friend of mine, Jamie, called me the other day and she was experiencing some troubles with grief. And grief is a funny thing because it has its own rhythm and it doesn't really obey our desires and wishes. So I did a little poking around and pulled up some stuff that I thought might be helpful for anybody who's experiencing any grief. And if you're a human being, you have grief in your life. And if you're in a season of grief... It can be really difficult. I don't think there are some griefs that will never fully go away. Some people we lose or animals we lose and we never fully get over it. We have to grieve who we were in our addiction when we get recovered. We have griefs like when we lose a job, when something doesn't go our way, when expectations aren't met. Grief is a natural part of life. And anytime there's a loss of any kind, we can experience grief. So years ago, I stumbled upon Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, and if you don't know her, she was a pioneer in near-death studies. And so she wrote this amazing book called On Death and Dying. And if you've ever heard of the five stages of of grief, that's where the five stages of grief came from. It's actually called the Kubler-Ross model. So I find that her stuff is really helpful in educating about grief. And even though you have these grief um, stages, which usually they're taught that they come in order, But grief doesn't work that way. It's not tidy. Um, And it's stuff like bargaining, anger, um, denial, sadness, those kinds of things. So with some of my poking around, it's there are strategies to cope with loss when you're in addiction and and addiction, when you are in recovery from addiction. And even if you're not in recovery, and you're still having a a hard time getting recovered, you can still use these strategies to cope with your loss. And so there is a big relationship between grief and addiction, because often grief is where our addiction starts. Uh, The pain of the grief is so unbearable that we turn to booze or drugs or addictive behaviors in order to cope with it. One of my mentors said, buried alive feelings don't die. So it's really important for us, even if we don't want to like, quote unquote, get past them or accept them or heal them to acknowledge where we are when we are where we are. So it can be as simple as I'm in a phase of grief right now. And that's okay. Because if we use things to push away the grief, it just waits there for us. Grief is like, fine, you don't want to deal with me now, you'll have to deal with me later. Counseling and therapy can be really helpful for grief because these are people that have studied and are professionals that are going to guide us through our grief. We don't typically deal with grief in a 12-step program. Yes, we can do a fourth. We can look down at hurts or resentments. For example, if someone you know has taken their life, you can have a resentment against you for doing that, for removing themselves from your life. 
but that may not necessarily deal with the grief. And the 12-step model may look at the grief as being self-centered, and it is, to be honest, because grief is about how we can't cope with something. But it doesn't mean that just because we do a fourth on it that it'll go away. It may just mean we understand it a little better and maybe be able to piece out parts of those grief like anger or resentment a little better so it takes away from the grief load. Um, Addiction therapists can help you both with your therapy and with your grief, but I do believe it's important to seek a mental health professional if you're currently in a season of grief and you're finding it hard to move on. Now, there is a difference between grief. Um, There are different kinds of grief and when it stumbles or it shifts into depression and anxiety. So grief is a very natural human emotional response that results from a significant loss, especially deaths of things, which can mean divorce or breakups. And we all deal with grief differently. Some people cry, some people laugh, some people busy themselves with things, some people drink, some people behave. There's no right way to deal with grief. It's a natural healing process, like I said. But for some of us, it grows into other things. So when grief becomes too painful, it can often dip into depression or anxiety. And while we are we are built to experience grief and go through it. It's not supposed to take over our life. That's something that's called complicated grief. So complicated grief, it's a very low percentage of people that go into complicated grief over a loss. But complicated grief basically means that the symptoms of grief don't really seem to go away and they last for years. Uh, It feels unmanageable. You might have a yearning for the person or the event that spun you into grief to come back. Uh, You may have a great deal of guilt about moving on and accepting the loss. That's complicated grief. That's heavy grief. That's definitely I need to be in therapy grief. Acute grief is usually what happens after a loss and for months afterward. You have intense Uh, symptoms of shock. You can have distress or poor appetite, sleep problems, poor concentration, sadness. Acute grief typically diminishes with time. Complicated grief stays intense for a long time. Integrated grief is the last one, and that is usually when the the process of grief comes to the point where you accept the reality of the loss and you go on with your life. But it does mean it may it may pop up again, especially around holidays, anniversaries, but you know how to cope with it. It took me seven or eight years of grief to get over my divorce, but it didn't take over my life. At the very beginning, absolutely it did. But I would be upset when I would have a dream or I would cry over the loss or the divorce itself, the loss of our marriage. And that would frustrate me. And my therapist would be like, Julie, there's nothing you can do. I'm like, how come it's taking so long? What can I do? And she'd say, Julie, there's nothing you can do. Grief is its own natural process. So some of the strategies we can do in coping with our grief is almost exactly like the strategies for addiction. Staying healthy is really important. Um, All of these things take discipline. So make sure you exercise. Make sure you eat well. Make sure you drink lots of fluids. Make sure you rest and do things that bring you peace like yoga or walking or tai chi or reading or meditating or for me, embroidering, playing guitar. 
Uh, That's important because grief in itself is such a heavy emotion that if all your systems are aligned, it's a lot easier to deal with. As we know, right? I am not a rational, normal human being when I am sleep deprived. I will fly into homicidal rages. This I know. It's the same thing with being hungry. It's the halt thing, right? Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. If you've covered off those bases, things like grief will be a lot easier to cope with. Um, practicing mindfulness is really good, which is what I said, prayer and meditation, something that brings you a sense of peace and calm that brings you into your body or into the present moment is often helpful. And sometimes going into our bodies can be painful. So allowing those feelings to come up, uh, saying to yourself, I'm sad. When I was learning how to deal with grief, just the admission of I'm sad, often helped let out some of the pressure. It's important that we do that. And that's also where therapy can come into play because we can go bit by bit into these feelings with the guidance of a trained professional. Leaning on others, being in community is really important. Having those people that you can go to to say, this is how I'm feeling and maybe get a hug or maybe get someone that you know is particularly good at saying things like my bestie does, which is, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I also really love looking up quotes on the things I'm struggling with. So there is some that I have pulled up on grief. Um, The first one's by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. And she says, the reality is that you will grieve forever. You will not, quote unquote, get over the loss of a loved one. You will learn to live with it. You will heal and you will rebuild yourself around the loss you have suffered. You will be whole again, but you will never be the same, nor should you want to be the same. I don't know who did this quote. Those we love don't go away. They walk beside us every day, unseen, unheard, but always near, still loved, still missed, and very dear. This is from Alice Through the Looking Glass. In the garden of memory and the palace of dreams, that is where you and I shall meet. Helen Keller, what we once enjoyed and deeply loved, we can never lose. For all that we love deeply becomes a part of us. This is another unknown. An eternal memory until we meet again. Those special memories will always bring a smile if only I could have you back for just a little while. Then we could sit and talk again just like we used to do. You always meant so very much and always will do, too. The fact you're no longer here will always cause me pain, but you're forever in my heart until we meet again. Oh, I love this one. Unknown. Anonymous. Perhaps they are not the stars in the sky, but rather openings where our loved ones shine down to let us know they are happy. This is a biblical. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Comforted. This is from J.M. Barry. God gave us memory so that we might have roses in December. Winnie the Pooh. Okay, so my husband's vacuuming. I don't think he knows I'm in my closet recording. Pardon that. I'm going to give him some grief. If there ever comes a day when we can't be together, keep me in your heart. I'll stay there forever. So I'm going to end it there. I hope that was helpful to you. If you need to reach me, you know how to do that because you've been listening to me forever. You can reach either Lisa or I. 
twosoberchicks at gmail.com or Instagram and Twitter where you can find us at twosoberchicks. Happy 24 and I'll talk to you soon.